Pro Group Racing presents Show Us Your Tips. Saturday preview, Beaver and Daggy with you to look forward to, I guess, a breather in the uh, Queensland Winter Carnival with the Ipswich meeting and a look at the Wet Rose Hill. Beaver, what's going on? Uh, Mates, not a bad day today, a little bit chilly, but uh, kicking along nice and well and uh, looking for another good weekend uh, at the track. Yeah, apologies to everyone who uh, was looking for the midweek preview. I, I was away on assignment, so we missed that, but we'll make that up sometime down the road. Uh, Stradbroke day, how did it treat you, Beaver? Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't a bad day. Um, as you know, I got Brooklyn Hustle up in the last, who stormed home at the at the double-figure odds, so that was a, a very nice win. Um, uh, the the Stradbroke was a good race. I yeah. thought the Horovian was Missed, a, missed its run at a critical time, and that knocked it out, but a nice win there. Yep. And yeah, well, best result. We, I was keen on both those uh, Lee's horses, so the best result of the day was that for me, Tefane, and home with Brooklyn as well. Uh, and for those that uh, yes. that did follow Superium into the quaddy, uh, we were able to get the quaddy, which paid about seven grand on, um, on Queensland Tab. So that was a nice result. Yeah, I think that's maybe why you were missing on Wednesday because Superior won. Potentially. Um, you went into hiding. Went looking for the horse to say. Yeah, but, it. uh, that's it. <laughs> but, it was, uh, but a good day all in all. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, but we we got to move on, I guess. We head up to Ipswich. Now, Ipswich, it's currently soft. I believe the weather's fine up there. Rail's in the half a metre mark. How do you usually treat Ipswich? I think generally I've found inside gates are probably more advantageous than most tracks at Ipswich. How have you treated the, the meeting? Yeah, a little bit the same, but they can they can flash home late. It's not a it's not a, a really long straight, so you've got to get on your bike a little bit earlier at Ipswich yeah. and try and slingshot around the bend. But they can they, they can have flash home late there um, and, and challenge down the middle of the track. Just depends a little bit on speed. Yes. Uh, we'll kick off at the if the first, which is a two year old uh, for over the thirteen fifty. Um a wide open market. Were you playing in the first here? Uh, pretty tricky affair here. It's a very wide open market. Five dollars the the field, um, and there's not a lot of horses that want to race in this. Uh, look, wasn't overly keen, but I just did have a bit of a watch on the Bruce Hill trained Hot Profit. Uh, thought it won well at Mawillan Bar. This is a step up, but uh, did did win well and and might might have improved from that and could be flushing home late. Uh, yeah, I again same as you, not overly keen. I thought Durrani's win at Dubin was nice enough, uh, probably PR'd, but uh, one with a little bit in hand. And um, I had three looks at Minto's Paradise, who um, was okay first two starts, was wide and really over raced up to fifteen hundred last time, uh, back to thirteen. It's about it was twenty to one last night. It's fifteen bucks now. Noel Callow on the leader. Maybe play that way, a small white play as well, but nothing. Overly exciting to kick us off with the two-year-olds. Uh, race two, benchmark 80 over the 1666 at Ipswich. Uh, Kenny Callender special. Uh, again, a wide-open field apart from... Uh, no, not this one. Wide-open field here. How are you playing it? Yeah, good good little uh, race. Tricky affair, uh, 1600. I'm going for indispensable. Uh, thought its its second last start was pretty good. Uh, they went pretty slow at Sunshine Coast, uh, and they walked there. 
uh, when it got out and it charged and hit the line quite well. I think it'll be improved after its first run up in Queensland, uh, having come from, from Melbourne. Drawn a little bit wide, but hopefully that helps it, meaning that it gets in the running line and uh, can can run home hard at the end. Yeah, I thought the market was right here, so uh, I thought Get Your Grey On's been pretty good. Both starts um, this prep, it'll probably roll forward and lead this as well. And what you said about indispensable was the obvious there. I thought chased pretty well that race first up, uh, out in distance will suit. Race number three is the 2,500 metre Stayers benchmark 78 provincial final. Well, we've got a shorty here. Um, off its bold again, its last uh, what, four starts. Uh, do we need to talk too much about this race? I don't think so, mate. Uh, looks too good for this lot. But you won't be taking it at those odds. Yeah, couldn't possibly take that in a staying race uh, out to 25 for the first time. I thought if you had to have a bet here, I thought accessory, the place might be the go. Uh, it'll roll forward and lead and was uh, outside lead last start. So had the run over the distance and uh, might be able to roll along in pace and give you a side around $3, $4 a place. But um, again, not a, not the most exciting start to the, the betting day, Dippy. Uh, race number four, uh, no Metro win, uh, 13.50. Uh, we've got... Craig Williams, Paul Massara, one of your favourite combinations here, <laughs> leading a wide market. How are you playing it? Yeah, I am actually going to go for Luna Mia. Uh, bit worried and concerned about the, the draw. Uh, the 19 gate does come in one already with a scratching. May come in a couple more if there's any more scratchings. Um, although its last start uh, didn't finish well out of a place, it wasn't far off the leader in a pretty good quality affair. So I think it finished less than three lengths um, in behind Exhilarates and Sweet Deal, uh, which is pretty good form for a race like this in open company uh, at pretty juicy odds first up. Uh, it'll settle off pace, but I think it, it could be the one to beat. Uh, further improvement there, probably set for a race like this, uh, stepping back in grade. Uh, yeah, I think Luna Mia is a really good chance at the $5 plus, mate. The half a length off Great News reads all right, doesn't it? Um, a few stats back Yeah, there. and prior to that, yeah. Third, last preparation only had the two starts and both were behind Great News, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and then was in an open class by an exhilarate sweet deal. So, look, it's been in much better company than this. Uh, I defaulted to Red Bloom, the track specialist, four from four here. Uh, going okay, just forget last last start where which was a Tumbler Ridge race and just had no luck there. Um, can roll along pretty close to the pace here, and this isn't a, a strong affair, which I guess means bodes well for uh, Luna Mia as well. But I think Red Bloom around a six dollars fifty is a great each way bet here. Uh, beyond that, I yeah, wasn't that keen to talk much more about the race, to be honest. Race number five, we get into a bit more meat on the bone for the rest of the card. Three-year-olds over the 13.50 here as well. Um, what have I got here? I thought uh, Paladas off the a bit of unlucky stuff uh, will run where well, the market's about right, essentially. Paladas, uh, you know, chasing Apache Ksat, who was heavily backed last week into Stradbroke, uh, ran on quite well there. Probably does need a win. Uh, it's been a while now, but uh, not not the strongest three-year-old affair, really, all over. Um Tumblr Ridge, next best. Uh, what about yourself? 
Yeah, I thought there was looked to be three main chances here: Paladas, Halisapan, and Tumbler Ridge. I've just gone for Tumbler Ridge. Um, I bounced back to form last start. Uh, it's, it's always shown some ability and won some reasonable races. And uh, I, I really liked its win, won comfortably last start in a, in a reasonable field. And if it can reproduce uh, that type of run, can certainly be here in the finish in this race. Race number six, class six over the 1,200 metres. Uh, Desert Lords come up short. It uh, won very impressively last start. Uh, it's trailed nicely a couple of times coming into this. Uh, I expect it's the horse to beat, really. Um, Dr. Why not roll along on pace and give it something to chase, as it always does. And uh, Roman Arreus, uh did knock off Desert Lord last time in, so uh, has to be a chance. Uh, what about yourself, Beaver? Yeah, I've, I've got it the same way as you, mate. I think Desert Lord uh, looks the hardest to beat in this race. Uh, seems to be the best horse in the race, and if it's ready here first up, should win. The uh, Ipswich Cup over the 2,150 metres time on a distance up there. Um, how are you playing this? Yeah, um, interesting, tricky little affair. I'm going for, for your horse in good health uh, to be hardest to beat here. Uh, wasn't wasn't disgraced last start. Prior to that was a really nice winner at Morfittville. Gets back up to the 2,000-plus metres here, which I think really suits uh, coming. Sort of won that 2,000-metre race at Morfittville quite comfortably. Then came to Eagle Farm, uh, back 400 in distance to the mile. And ran a nice race, Complete, uh, four lengths off nudge and, and the likes. Completely over-raced um, through the mid-state. Like, it pulled itself into the ground. It sh- wasn't let to stride. And, uh, yeah, I thought it did okay to hold on the, the way it raced, to be honest. Yeah, and I think, it, again, this isn't a really tough race. And I think a horse like uh, Inverloch will probably go along yeah. and just give that uh, in good health something to chase and sit behind. And it'll it, it'll hit the, hit the lead somewhere in the straight. That's whether they can uh, run past it. Yeah, I uh, agree. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I talk about it every time it goes around. Uh, I think Little Min's going really well. Uh, I like the win at Scone. And um, we are just okay last time. Jim Byrne goes on to big ticket Ipswich. Uh, I don't think anyone rides Ipswich better than him. Uh, so three and four will be the way I'll play this race. Uh, very happy to take on So You Win because uh, it doesn't. And... Uh, Happy to take on the rest of the market, really. I don't think this is a, a stock standard um, every Saturday at Doomman race, and these are two horses with a little bit more than it, I think. So uh, that's the way I'll play it. Race eight is the listed eyeliner stakes over the 1350 as well for the, uh, it feels like the sixth time today. Uh, how are you going to play this? Yeah, another interesting race. Two two horses right in the market here, and then uh, plenty of value outside of that. But they look to be the two best horses. Um, look, I've gone for Axe. I think Axe has been most consistent uh, this preparation, yep. uh, putting some putting together some really good runs. It'll go forward from the wide gate and be up on pace. Um, ran third behind Emerald Kingdom and Tafane, who won the straight rope last start. So that's that's a great form line. And then prior to that, uh, won really well at Durban. So uh, be suited by the Ipswich track. It's had three, one start here for one win. 
Uh, I think for me, everything points in the direction of, of Axton. I think it looks a nice little bet here. Agree. Uh, clearly on top. And um, yeah, the half, like you said, half a length or length off Tefane reads well uh, for this now. Before that, uh, has been bolting in, beat Dr. Why Not, who we spoke about, who's an honest horse you always have to get past. And before that, tangled it with Skins, who uh, is a good horse too. So the form looks good through all of that. Uh, I think the I'm happy to be against Amish Boy because. I'm just sick of it. Uh, and uh, Splendor in the Grass, I thought, was the overs. Uh, it was around 20s last night. A little bit shorter now, but I think it can run a place. I think it's uh, the forgotten horse here. Um, but, yeah, really keen on Axe. And we finished the day over 1,200 metres, race nine with the Gay Waterhouse, uh, where I am going to stick with <coughs> the Sydney form. Uh, Lily Moore rolling f- forward on the pace. Hopefully it's still all right to... Uh, do so at this time, and I think will be hard to beat. Ben Thompson going on. Uh, really interesting, intrepidatious first up for the Freedmans. Craig Williams will probably be outside lead, I'd guess, from that gate. I think they're probably the two best horses here. Boomtown Lass will give us something to chase, but I think they're the two I want to play. How about yourself? No, I've gone for Boomtown Lass. Uh, I really liked its first up run. Again, it was when I've controlled the race and was just too good on the day. Uh, a, a bit more of a specialist over that 1,000 metres than Boomtown Lass. It gets the extra 200 here. Uh, trialed well. Again, very ultra-consistent horse. Uh, runs well at this track. Would have liked to see a couple more wins there rather than the seconds and thirds, which is a little bit of a concern, but would jump on the lead or just behind it from the one gate. And it'll give you a good sight for your money. Um, but, but, you know, there's plenty of chances here. Needork uh, could, could uh, jump out of the ground here. But Boomtown last for me, just going for the consistency. And um, the last start was impressive. Cool. Uh, we'll wrap up our – we'll do a quaddy first. Uh, race number – we'll kick off back at race number six. If you want to run us through and give us your quaddy thoughts, Beaver, and maybe I can – Yeah, yeah no worries, mate. Uh, in the first leg, I'm going to go three and five. Mm-hmm. Just going to stand those two out. Yep. Uh, in the second leg, uh, we'll go a little bit wider here. I'm going to go three, four, seven, and 13. No thoughts on Inverloc in case it uh, ends up being... Rolling on the end. Nah, I think it's been up too long, mate, and yep. uh, it'll get a stitch. That, that's fine. Uh, second last leg. Uh, the second last leg, I'm going to go for two, four, ten. Yep. And what are we coming home with? And we'll finish. We're going to finish the day with uh, two, three. Four, nine, and 16. I like it. Good job. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, check out Progroup Racing for their free tips and extensive guides. Your best and value at Ipswich. Yeah, my best bet comes up in uh, race... Sorry, let me just race eight, number 10, Axe. My best for the day. And my value bet comes up in race two, number two, Indispensable. Very nice. I'm going to make my best Axe as well, actually. 
uh, pretty keen on that. And my value will be um, Red Blooms in the Nometro race, which is race four, I believe, as I've just already refreshed my screen. Um, as I mentioned, check out progetracing.com.au for their uh, regular updates. Plenty going on there. Give us a subscribe on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, if you're listening on, or watching on YouTube, leave us some feedback uh, like Clay does every week. Give us a bit of a shout-out. Good on you, Clay. And uh, subscribe there for two shows free twice a week with our thoughts on Metro Racing generally uh, in the uh, eastern states. Uh, we're about to head into early spring where... All eyes will be on Sydney and Melbourne racing, so keep an eye out for that twice a week. Uh, but let's head to Rose Hill, where it's currently rated a heavy track. Uh, no rain about today. I believe there might be some tomorrow afternoon. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. Rail in the 7 metre mark, which I don't recall seeing of late. Um, but if the rain comes during the afternoon, I think it might be make might be hard to make a lot of ground up there, so wait and see on that. Uh, we kick off with the... Where are we here? Let's close the window again. Uh, kick off with the two-year-olds out to 1,500 metres, uh, a race I'm not particularly keen on. I defaulted to um, the lead-up of the 100-proof uh, and Raging Bull race. I think uh, that's the obvious to go with here. 100 proof. Raging Bull was pretty good through the line, but Sam Clipperton, uh, I think, has won two races from his last 68 rides at Rose Hill. So happy to sort of be against that and say 100 proof started shorter, beat at home, and should be the horse to beat here. Uh, I think $5, good price. What do you say? Yeah, I thought the same. Yeah, I thought the same. I thought it's run behind uh, Kate Breton was pretty good. Kind of went past Kate Breton and it kicked back. Uh, it went to Queensland and ran incredibly. Um, 100 proof here. I think the step up in distance also should suit and bit fitter. So nice bet at $5 as well. Race number two is the benchmark 72 for three and four year olds over 1800 metres. This might be the lowest Saturday race I've seen in a very long time. Uh, how is uh, how is this a dollar 75? It probably isn't now. It's dollar 55. Wicklow, I'm talking about it. It was a dollar 75 last night. What was going to beat it? What is going to beat it? Nothing. So yeah, it's it, just a, it's just a barrier troll. Yeah, this will probably roll forward and lead to be honest, and walk around in a counter and win by three. Um, yeah, this is the this should be the dollar twenty two thing, not the thing in Queensland. But uh, uh, there has been a scratching. But if you get a dollar sixty tomorrow, I think you you just back it. Yep, has to lose a leg. Not Gives you money lose. for the next bet. Exactly. Uh, the highway. Do you need to talk about this at all? No, thank you. The only thing I want to say is now that the Canberra, not necessarily as a tip, but now that the Canberra stables are allowed back into highways, uh, before they got booted out, Matt Dale was winning every second one, and now he's back and he's brought one to town. Um, potentially watch, uh, yeah, follow the Canberra stables because I think they're just about the strongest of the provincial sort of setups around. So uh, we see what we see if the proofs are putting with Cavalier Charles' uh, favourite with Jay Mac tomorrow, but. Uh, definitely cool. Matt Dale will be winning quite a few over the next six months, I would suggest. Uh, although I think there's some new, isn't there some new halfway highway coming in soon? If, uh, when we go to 10 races on a Saturday, I think there's some other race that might take them out of it, but I, uh, I, I've been wrong there. Race number four of the 2,000 metres, benchmark 78. Um how do you split these two coming through the same race? Do you with that form line, Lacking and uh, no compromise? 
Yeah, look, I think the form line's pretty good. I liked the way um, No Compromise kept finding last start. Uh, it was a nice really nice run. Uh, drawn wide, but I don't think that, that affects. I'm really keen to see how Prince of Aragon uh, comes back from its, its Queensland uh, starts. Uh, I think it's a real chance. I'm quite surprised at $7, to be honest. Uh, had three nice wins. Wasn't wasn't disgraced last start um, in Brisbane. Uh, it, it didn't uh, sprint as well as what it had previously, but it was against Incentivise, who kind of just crueled that race um, by just tearing him apart. Um, so outside of it, and sometimes it's just hard. Like you saw uh, Zaki do that the previous start um, and kill them and, wasn't as wasn't as impressive last start. So sometimes that, that just happens. And, you see, uh, um, you used to see it heaps with Winks. You see, um, when the horses just get brained, the rest of the field sort of some of them go really yeah. weird. So you just sort of forget. I think you put a pen through a lot of that. You see it when um, a lot of times with Winks, the the leader of the race would run second because all the rest would get windburn and sort of you know, wander up the straight yeah. a little bit. And I think you can say that. Yeah, try and chase them, yeah. try and get to that high speed of Winks and yeah. then it just they just blow up. Yeah. Uh, so maybe Prince of Aragon for me um, in this race. So just putting that form aside and hoping that uh, it hasn't taken any ill effects from going to Brisbane and it comes back better and handles the ground. And at the $7, I'm willing to play it in front of the other two. Yeah, I mentioned it uh, last week with... Um Grand Piano, now all these uh, Waratah Thoroughbreds horses are back with John Thompson. They're now three, four runs into the prep. I think they're back into the better feed and the better setups and um, are starting to run back to their older form. So I guess we've seen it with Prince of Aragon. We saw Grand Piano run pretty well last week. Uh, Nash on, uh, I like everything you've said there. Um, I thought through the other race, that uh, no compromise. I don't know why it's shorter. It beat, again, beat Lakeen home and started half the price and um, it will be last year, might be the concern. But the rest of this isn't strong at all. Um, you know, the rest of this is is midweek standard. So, um, yeah, three and six for me. Uh, unless they're thinking might be Lakeen might roll forward with Tim Clark on. Might be a white shorter. But anyway, race number five, benchmark seventy over the eleven hundred meters. Odd little race, basically midweek standard. Uh, some of the a lot of these off last time, last start midweek wins. I actually was going looking for. Um, Irish Angel at the price. I thought, uh, I know it had the, the right run at Canterbury, but it's got pretty decent form at the back end of last prep and um, through your Naj Mars lost and runnings, uh, returned with a, a soft enough win and uh, Bowman on, if we can make ground, I think around $8 is a great price. Uh, concern around Nicolie Beagle was a nice win, but I'm worried about it in the wet, if it is very wet. And Fast Coney, that one, that was the lowest race of all time before Horser at Canterbury. Before that, you know, was struggling to get its head in front. So around $8, I thought um, Irish Angel was a good bet here. Uh, and you were on it last time. So we'll see how you want to follow up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow up as well. I, I tipped it as my best bet in that midweek race that it won. Um, and for all the reasons that you pointed out there with the form lines that it did have, it won hard held last start. It wasn't extended, um, so it wouldn't have uh, spent too much to be backing up for this. Uh, so that would have been a really nice little um, blowout for it, as you said. Uh, you know, this is a midweek affair, and it's it's got decent form. Gate twelve is 
a little concern for me, but um, with the heavy trap probably being off the fence is okay. I think it comes in one already. Um, yeah, Oris Angel at $8, it's, it's a really nice value bet for me. The, yeah, the, the only concern will be if there's leaders bias, which we'll know by then, and um, probably won't back it if that's the case. But uh, with the rail out that far, it might have been able to get to the outside, nearly out to towards the right outside wide track and uh, the real clear, clear stuff. And, um, yep, not much more to add there. Uh, Hugh Bobin's had some experience, you know, riding horses. Um, quick off the quaddy, benchmark 78 over the 1,300 metres. Well, I was on Tycoonus at 10's last start when it should have won. I was on it the time before when it had no luck. Uh, it's now get goes down in weight. J-Mac on... Uh, gate two, which is a tick for Waller because it'll probably mean he'll roll forward and sit leaders back. It's, uh, you know, I'd rather have backed it at tens last time, but two dollars seventy looks the better of the day for me, Tycoonist. Uh, uh, that's about it. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, not not so convinced um, at the price. Uh, look, there's no doubt that it's had some bad luck the last two starts, but it goes up in grade and down in weight and sometimes for me horses that can't win in their their right grade and then have to go up in grade and drop weight is a little bit of a worry for me um, and again those you know back me next time type affair uh, it's going to be on the inside so I'm not convincing it's not going to run into similar problems uh, but it's ran in the last two starts again um, while it's up in grade it doesn't look to be an overly strong race no but they're still high graded horses. So that's that's the hard bit to, to line up there. Um, I've gone, again, for a little bit more value. I've gone for Count de, de Rupi. Uh, gets a two, two kilo claim here, so it gets in at 57.5. And, and again, um, I think its form this time in has been pretty good. Uh, went to Eagle Farm last start. Again, was only uh, finished eighth and was sort of five lengths behind the likes of Apache Chase and Ayrton. Um, so there's a couple of handy horses there. Uh, so really raced out of its class, but uh, held, held on okay there, probably sort of petered out and it's running the, the last bit. Um, but that can be expected, chasing those quality of horses. Before that, won pretty easily um, in Sydney um, at a short price quote uh, and was second behind Marley uh, prior to that and was pretty handy in the market. So kind of... Yeah, went to Brisbane and now we're getting ten dollars. Um, so for me, I, I think that's pretty good value. So I'm I'm going to have a look at uh, Counter Rupee in here. Uh, maybe Tycoonus is the main danger, but at the prices, that's that's the way I'm leaning. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, when I did the form, um, got count to count count to Rupee and thought I'd have that on top as I went down the page and then realised Tycoonus was in a race, but um, it was yeah, I, I had three looks at it as well. So uh, like what you've said there. Uh, the which cups this now? The Mikel Cup over two thousand meters. Uh, another Chris Waller benefit race. Do you want to lead us off? Yeah, another another interesting affair. A number of stayers here that, as you can see, don't win very often, um, if at all. Main, the main three in the markets: the Stockman, Parry Sound, and Woogok. Uh, you know, in their last six starts, haven't won, and have just sort of plotted around. Uh, Yonkers, for me, is probably the best horse in the race, uh, but it's carrying 59 kilos, but is is one of the horses to beat. I just can't understand why it's $7. Uh, 
and I thought approach discrete. Uh, its three runs in this preparation have been good. I think it's, you know, the 2000 now suits. Um, seems to handle this type of going. Had eight starts on the soft for seven placings, including three wins and two starts in the heavy and it's been in the placing. Um, so it gets out now, ran nicely again. It's mover is hitting the line well um, over the 1800 um, Rosil last start. Prior to that, really, really good against um, at Sandown. Finished third in a race where Dirty Deeds um, ran second, which it won uh, midweek. Um, and ran less than two lengths behind Dice Roll at Caulfield over 1400, which is favourite uh, in Melbourne on the weekend and has some ability. So, again, approach discreet around the $6 mark for a race like this. Um, I, I think that's a nice bet. Yep. Uh, like what you said, well, we knew Wugo could get backed as soon as it rained because it always does. It'll probably lead. Uh, Stockman, how can you possibly back it as favourite? It hasn't won or prepper now. Stan Clipperton's going on. It's got gate one in the wet, so no. Uh, I was giving Parry's – this is Parry Sound's race. I don't think it runs 2,400 metres. Uh, I said that before. It went out to the 24 last time. I know it sort of doesn't win, but I think this is set up here to go back in distance. Jay Collette going on board, who rides wet tracks as good as anyone, uh, except maybe his sister, the way she's going at the moment. That uh, was on top from Approach Discreet as well, uh, for all the reasons you've said. Uh, they're the two. Pretty keen to take on Stockman, actually. Um, six and 12 for me. Race number eight, another benchmark, 78 here. Uh, short price, blue colours with J-Mac on. Is that the way you're heading? Yeah, heading that way. I think Catalan's a really nice bet here. Um, really good win first start uh, after a bit of a break. Uh, look, I think it will probably dominate these, uh, similar to what it did first up. And Cummings McDonald. Yep. Uh, great combination. Only only possible question mark is if it handles the track. If it get how bad the track is, uh, and that might not be a question mark. Uh, yeah, I think it wins. Ray, at the low, we wrap up the day with another 78, this time over the 1,500 metres, where, again, Chris Waller leads the market. He might have six winners tomorrow, one of these wet winter Waller days. Um, but I think Warrior Falls was, was a nice run in the, uh, in the lead-up to this. Chasing home... Uh, where are we here? Never chased home, we just had a blank. Chased home, great house. That's the one. Great house. Great house, who uh, Ed was in that finish across the track. Uh, we're saying Great House is a, a decent horse. So uh, wet's not an over, overly issue here. Inside gate means it won't be too far back. Um, so we'll wrap up with that from Oscar Zulu, who was the uh, the track winner last time in. Uh, the main two for me in the last. Had a, a few looks at Badush, just because I always do. But again, Sam Clippert in town. Um, how you wrap it up the day? Yeah, look, I've, I've led the same, uh, leaning the same way as you, Wairiri Falls. It was a nice run last start. Uh, gets the third up this preparation. Uh, this is its race tomorrow. Um, I'll give it this chance and uh, needs to win for me. Very good. Uh, I'll run through a quaddy, I guess, and we'll see how we go with the Rose Hill quaddy. Uh, first leg will go at three... Three, five, and twelve. Second leg, six, eleven, and twelve. Oh, with three, six, eleven, and twelve, we'll throw Yonkers in. Should we throw Wugok in on pace, wet tracker? 
Nah, nah, nah. Uh, race seven, our uh, race seven, yeah, race, race eight, seven. number seven. Uh, Catalan, uh, do I want to throw anything else in here is to cover? Not really. Maybe Miss Einstein, if you want a value bet there, but otherwise take Catalan one out there. And we'll come home with five. The stay resume to wet Harpo marks eight and 12. Anything else in the last you want to throw in? Paper Warrior, 17. Um, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, check them out. Your best in value in Sydney. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race eight, number seven, Catalan. I think that'll be winning. And my value bet of the day comes up in race seven, number 12, Approach Discreet. Very good. I'll make uh, Tycoon as my best, and my value will be Irish Angel, actually. Um, so we're all tipping a, a blue and waller day in Sydney. Have you had a look around the rest of Australia? You got any at Flemington? Yeah, I've had a look at Flemington. A few, few bets that I like um, at Flemington on the weekend. My first one comes up in uh, not, not till later in the day I found Flemington. Uh, race five, number nine, Kuribui. Uh, I think it'll be winning again. Uh, won't be juicy odds, but uh, be hard to beat. Uh, I think race six, number one, Namakwa. I thought that was good last start. I think it'll be super hard to beat. Um, then I did like uh, race eight, number 13, Dice Roll. I uh, think it, it's going to be um, give a good account of itself. And can't go past a bit of value in the last race nine, number seven, bless her, about $12. There it is, the people's horse. Um, I had all of them, and I'll just add race seven, number one, Curran. Uh, I think it's a better horse than some people have given credit to for now, and uh, I think can win that race. I really like the price there. Bless her at the uh, $12, is it now? Was really keen to back as well in the last. I like it a lot, Beaver. Uh, Good job, mate. No worries. And we will catch everyone. Check out progetracing.com.au. As I've mentioned, give us some feedback on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter. Find us on Facebook uh, and Twitter under Show Us Your Tips. And we will talk to everyone next Tuesday night for our midweek preview. Catch you then, punters.